Welcome back to the mailbag on the MTR network and the care uh the Super Tuesday recap. This is your host Chris and Deepom here. Uh we read uh user e- uh listener emails and talk about some of the news and the news of the the month. Uh and this month we're uh, we got some stuff to talk about. Um yeah. June's been a uh, long month. Um we're going to talk about some some user emails we got first. Uh, you want to do the Franklin Richard one first? Or you want to do that one last? Let's do it first. All right. So let me just say this before we do this. I'm gonna answer. Chris sent me this email ten minutes ago. Yeah. I'm going to answer this question without researching any of it. However, this will not be. Let's see how much Daniel actually knows about the Marvel universe. <laughs> not a second. Not going to happen. But go ahead, read the questions. I know all these answers because I'm a nerd. And this is why I didn't feel bad about not sending it to you, because when I saw that it was about Franklin yeah. Richard and, and the Fantastic Four, I was like, Deepom's got this one. He knows this. <laughs> That's very fair. There's, and, and in my defense, there's not a whole... There's some... I can't think of any real corners of the Marvel Universe where you can seriously stump me. We should do that one. Better. What? Stump like, like, a, uh, 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 like a Jeopardy-type <laughs> Marvel Comics. Oh boy! Oh boy! Quarantine's getting to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. God damn it! So Silver King writes uh, mostly Franklin Richard questions. Uh, are we meant to infer from the way the history of the Marvel Universe miniseries ended that Franklin Richard is supposed to be uh, the Galactus of some of whatever exists after the end of the six one six universe? And does that also mean that Galactus was the Franklin Richards of whatever preceded the 616? I will answer the second question first. Uh, Galactus was known as Galen of Ta. He existed in the universe prior to this, the seventh iteration, I believe. It gets wonky after Secret, after, um, Secret Wars. Um, but yes, he was a scientist and observer. And when that universe ended, he was a lone survivor. He um, was covered in armor and sent forth as an agent of entropy with signal who would be alone at the end of this universe. And at that point, um, Frank Woodridge has always been kind of foretold to be sitting next to him to assume the mantle of the destroyer of the, or whatever primal force of the next universe. Uh, this has come up many times in Marvel Comics. It comes up in Hickman's run when when uh, uh, older Franklin gets to say, to me, my Galactus, which is fucking awesome. Right. Um, it also comes up during the Immortal Hulk run. Yes. When <laughs> Bruce changes things. <laughs> He's Mr. Immortal. He's going to be a backup of Franklin Richards, but I killed him a couple millennia ago. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's really... Immortal Hulk's terrifying. It is. Um, but yes, uh, Franklin and Galactus supposed to ride out the end of the universe together. That is kind of how the... That's how the Marvel Universe ends. So, spoilers, I guess. As a non-reader of Fantastic Four, I mostly know the Franklin through his affiliation with the Power Pack. So I was presently surprised to see in the X-Men Fantastic Four that his age lines up pretty well with how he was portrayed in Power Pack, at least based on the Alex and uh, Julia's ages in the Future Foundation. The question I have is, in Power Pack, Franklin and Leech are written as being the same age. So if Franklin is supposed to be 15, why does Leech look like he's 10 in Future Foundation? I don't know which Power Pack series you're talking about. I know there's a mini coming out connected to uh, the kids, the outlaw kids shit. Why can't I think of the name of the event? The one with Kamala's Law. I can see it. I'm not sure. You know what I'm talking about, though. The outlaw teen heroes, 
in the Marvel Universe this summer, and the big event's going to be kicking off, and one of the miniseries coming out of it is going to be a free issue, I believe, Power Pack Mini. Um, also, a New Warriors one that doesn't look very good. Uh, about the Power Pack, I don't know which, again, iteration. If it's post-Secret Wars, I have no answer. If it's pre-Secret Wars, it's because Franklin was 10 then. But after Secret Wars, when Franklin, his parents, and his sister, and the Future Foundation spent time seeding the universes and the multiverse, Franklin's older when they come back, so is Val. Also, as a non-FF reader, when did Franklin stop being blonde? When they brought him back, Franklin decided he was tired of looking like his family and dyed his hair <laughs> in an act of teenage angst and rebellion. Uh, and in the non-Franklin Richards category, do you think that we could see uh, Korvac moving forward in the MCU since they shot their wad with uh, Thanos? I'm wondering if and whom the next galactic threat could potentially be. Okay, first and foremost, that was a lot of fun for me, actually. Don't do that again. <laughs> um, if you think Thanos is shooting the galactic wad, man, I've got book wrecks for you. Just go read uh, Annihilate. Everything that happens in Annihilation and everything after that. Yeah, I mean, once we bring the Fantastic Four in, we got a whole... I mean, there's a lot of stuff like, we could do. Hi, I'm Annihilus. I... There's... <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we got, we got a lot. I mean, Thanos... Is, and again, you could always bring Thanos back. Or I mean, there's, a, there's so much... You, you got Galactus? Once you bring, go with the Fantastic Four route, I mean, you got Galactus, Surfer, you got Surfer. Preschool War. Um, and, but even then, I, I would think that you probably they probably won't do Galactus. I don't think they'll go. I don't think because I don't think only, they'll go only, space next. Yeah, only, I think yeah. I think the next space is going to be Adam Warlock and GOTG three. Yeah, I believe so. Too. And I think the the next overarching threat is one we don't know may not exist in the universe. I think they may go. I'd go Apocalypse. So my thing is here's my thing I. I, I I think you, you there. We've said Galactus. We've said um, I've seen people talk about Doom, and I've seen people talk about uh, what you just you just said um, Apocalypse. My only problem with those three is that they've already been done. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and, and that's and why so, I hesitated. My thing right. with Doom, I think you you can do Doom small and then do Doom big later. Right. I think that Apocalypse is a good way if you want to introduce mutants in a big fucking way. Yeah, do it like that. Like reverse the reverse the, uh, the 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 formula. As opposed to building the movie, give us the big movie and then give us Fallout. True. Good. Um, and as far as the quarterback question, omniscient characters are super hard to do in other media that's not four color and limited by panels. Like, how would you do the Beyonders? Right. So I think the Korvac, interesting maybe. Would it translate well? I mean, any fuck it. They pulled off Rocket Raccoon and Gro- they pulled off a book that hadn't made it past fifty issues in any iteration, and then made it a multi-billion-dollar fucking franchise. So I have no idea anymore. Could they do Korvac? Sure, they can do whatever they want. I think the story potential is limited there for Korvac, but I'm also a nerd of a certain age. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, um, it's one of the interesting things of seeing. What they what what they could Yo, do? Next. Do the brew. Do the CR. Like, like yeah. And I, and, I, and, I, and I think, but I think, but, but I think, I don't think that's what you, you can do. It's like I think when you you can bring in something like that, that like you said, the brew and the CR that you now have access to, like um, that can that can go a long way. Or like I said, you can 
there's there's so many different things. Like you know what they could actually do? Well, tell a legitimate Phoenix art. So again, it's one of those things because Fox I know it's up. been done. I'm know. just saying, the second the X Men are introduced, however you introduce them, space is already open. Space does not have to be broached. It doesn't have to be conquered. Yeah. It already is within reach. They've done the legwork, and then don't do it over like seven movies. All right. Have changes get progressively stronger. And never call her. I don't know. I've overthought this. But I can dream, can't I? Can't I dream? Yeah. Thank you. It's it's an interesting thing to see what I don't know. Like I feel like something you might have to do something with time too. Just because we kind of broke in time. A little bit. Well, I mean, that's King. That's what I'm saying. So that's I think my that, back pocket, that's that's my back pocket answer at all times. Just do just do King. Yeah. I think that might be the But me- I think that's tough because you just did a movie predicated on time travel. But I think, but so that's also why I think you can do it because you just did a movie predicated on time travel. You got to get a cool down period. Well, no, no, but I think you do. I think you do get a, to a cool down period working towards the next one. But now that you've already introduced time, you've gotten people used to the idea of time travel and and messing with time. You can then really mess with time. You mm-hmm. know, so I don't know. I think we're in, we're it's it's a funny thing. We're in the space now where I feel like. We can do anything. Like the honestly, right now, you know what the biggest problem I have with any of this right now is we don't know if theaters are going to open back up. Like that's my biggest thing right now is like the the biggest the the biggest villain, to the, the, to an impediment to Kevin Feige and 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 what Marvel Studios is going to do is we don't ever know if theaters are coming back. I I, I haven't put the Sandy check out for this this month, but I I was talking to Joy and I said like we might have seen the last of the billion dollar films, guys. Yeah. Because, like, when are you, one, is AMC going to survive? And two, it was like, who's really going in theater, like, who's really going in theaters like that to see these films? When you, when you know you can just wait, you know, to risk it at this point. So, I don't know. We have to, like, that to me is the biggest, the biggest wait right now. Like, do we get some of these films, even get some of these films this year? (laughs) You know, and then what happens going forward. So, um, but yeah, we, I, I think that, um, we have so we we have so many choices for the MCU at this point. Like I'm yeah. really excited to see where they go. That's, and I think that's like the mind is excitement. Like you said, there's just a uh, there's so many ways they can go. Right. Like, you know? Everything we said is viable. Anything you're thinking of at home is also viable. I just warn everyone: don't get addicted to your ideas. Well, th- and that's my thing. It's like to me, it's like. I almost feel like the obvious answers are the ones they're not going to go with. Like the ones I, I'm thinking of, they're not going to go with. And then they're going to introduce something like, "We're really going to do that Super Society movie," <laughs> and they're going to be the big bad. I'm be like, "What?" You remember then, I'm on this podcast talking myself into that. I'm like, "Well, fuck it, then. right?" <laughs> 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 right. Let's go. You know, like, you know, I, I, I don't. I got you. Our Winter Soldier. I was like, "You've always liked me." Right. I, I don't know. I mean. There's so many different things you could do. I mean, you could go with a war between Wakanda and, and Atlantis and make that a big thing. Like, there's so many things you could do. Um, and Or you can even go the opposite route of you just, instead of doing the big Avengers movies, you do a bunch of small things now. You know, to lead towards, like, what are you leading towards? Are we leading towards introducing the mutants in that? Or are we going to do something totally different for that? I don't, I don't fucking know at this point. I don't. So, it, these are good problems to have, though. Yes. Very good problems to have. Um, Monty writes in June mailbag. This month was so long we had to toss out the uh, the book of Ralph and dance on the grave of the diamond distributors. 
um, and I can barely remember either happening. Uh, he absolutely had to go. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, yep. And I know the way that they wrote him in season four turned a lot of people off, but can we at least be honest uh, and admit that they had turned Ralph all the way back? It just came the actor didn't read the book of Ralph himself. Yeah. Um, for those who, who, who don't know uh, what this is talking about, uh, Hartley uh, Sawyer from The Flash was fired from some old racist and misogynistic tweets that resurfaced. And uh, I'm glad Armani wrote it. I did have this. So I've been tagging myself. I put it into uh, that state that, that I've been saving. So I remember the articles from earlier in the month to read on the mailbag. Um, I completely forgot about this. And what's weird about this, I think this, 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 this happened like a week after like we finished the flash and we were talking about how, how we were singing so much praise <laughs> on the flash, what they've done with, with Ralph. Yeah. This, yeah. this is from June. Came so far. He came so far. The character so good. It was a good character. They had written them in so well for the season. We were waiting to see in season seven. We were waiting to see what uh, they were going to do with him and Sue. We loved the, the the chemistry between the two actors. It was going to be great. And then the old tweets came out. If you get famous, tweet your shit. Because if you get famous, it wouldn't off the tweets. Soon you get fav- you, you gotta scrub that shit, man. Even if you don't, even if you don't remember, you gotta scrub that shit. You just gotta do it. <laughs> no, I mean, you don't got a choice. Just on the choice. on the off chance, you know. Yeah, um, I'm not even gonna read through the ones at, at this point. It's just like I I don't know what they're gonna do. Are they going to replace Ralph and just keep going forward, or do you just write him off as? Fuck no, elongated woman. Let's roll. <sighs> Sue Dibney, my dude. I'm fine with that too. God, shit. I'm fine. Ralph, gone. Let's all the gingold. Right. What happens if I drink it? Um, speaking of news out of nowhere, what the hell happened to Ray Fisher on the set to make him come out that hard against Joss Whedon all of a sudden? You thought the uh, scammer cut fans were annoying before. Um, so, and I didn't know what this was about because I literally have been, you know, I, under- I saw the article as we got online. Today. Yeah, I did too. Um, basically, Ray Fisher's come back. Uh, he, he, what did he exactly say? I want to just say, I want to say just as corny as he sounds. Okay. He forcefully retracts his phrase for Josh. We forcefully retra- retracts, Chris. Not retracts, Chris. How does he retract? Forcefully. Ridiculous. See, back in the in 2017. You know what he talked to his agent. That phone ain't rang. Right. And now the guy he said, Thanks for giving me a shot. He's now saying, Hey, it's your fault the phone doesn't run. That's yeah. always love. So basically, Zach asked for an input when he was high on peyote. I mean, um, no shit. So, so what he has said at 2017 San Diego Comic-Con was, Josh is a great guy, and Zach picked a good person to come in and clean up and finish it for him. Uh, and that's the statement that Ray Fisher has forcefully retracted every bit of that statement. Um, now, again, to be fair, maybe he knows some shit personally about Josh Whedon that maybe Josh isn't a good guy, and we've heard some things about Josh, so maybe that's it. I, I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked at this point. So, and, and again, with uh, some of the news we're going to cover today, mm, you know what? At this point, 
I'm more shocked when somebody's like, on that summer ground street, <laughs> summer jam screen. I, I, look, I'm more shocked Ooh. when there's a guy who a, a guy who is a, actually a good guy at this point in Hollywood. So maybe that's what it is. However, I also know that Ray, even Jason Momoa, and a lot of these other folks who were on this movie have taken to the Snyder Cut fan side of this and have sided with Zack Snyder and all this stuff. I kind of get it, right? If, <laughs> especially for Ray Fisher, right? He was right out of theater, and this was like his face first major movie of uh, being picked up for this role. Um, he was told to be good. Hmm? Yeah. He was told um, to be good. Remember, he's supposed to be in the Flash movie. There's supposed to be a lot of stuff going on with this, and that they just haven't gotten anything. Um, he also was the one that was in, probably in the most uh, CGI stuff because of that, you know, he's Cyborg. Um, and we he know looks that like a crumpled up aluminum foil man wrapped around a laser pointer. Listen, don't remind me how terrible it is. It's so bad. The fact that he'd be like, "I wish you could have seen more of my shitty CGI." Like, what an idiot! Like, I, I'm he. If he's not talking about accusations about Joss Whedon using his power and privilege to manipulate young women on the set of his television shows, which is an accusation that exists. And not, if he's not specifically talking about that, fuck Ray Fisher. I just like I, I we he talked wants, about this before. You know what it is? Ray Fisher knows that Zack Snyder thinks he saw something in him. He's like, fuck it. I need someone to believe in my ass. Let's roll, Zach. What we got? I, it just it's just one of those things that like what I, and I get it right when you put your heart and soul and you put it on this and people say it's trash. That's cool, but like that costume was still trash. Garbaggio. That was that wasn't Josh Whedon. That was Zack Snyder. When we first saw the images of what Zack Snyder wanted Cyborg to look like, we were all like, "Really? Has he, he seen Cyborg? He looks like he looks like what 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 uh, what um Michael Bay did with Megatron. Like, what are we doing? Hey, whoa, what the fuck? I, am like, I wrong though? We're having a nice, <laughs> friendly podcast. I I just spent too much money on Transformers, and you're gonna do this shit. I'm just saying, but am I wrong? I I don't have to answer that. <laughs> Your silence but answers all. You mean and, and the event I was trying to think of earlier is called Outlawed. Outlawed. <laughs> Outlawed. Damn it. Ugh, sorry. I'm back. But but like I also get this idea that like I get it. I I get why some of these actors are feeling this way. They were very, very excited about this DCE universe. And honestly. It has not lived up to its promises. He sold them a bill of goods, man. And he's still selling he them. He told them this is what's going to happen. And it didn't happen. And then he said, it's everyone's fault but mine. And they were like, well, that sounds great, Zach. And they're still and being sold a bill of goods. And we know that Zach shot a lot of stuff and people were like, all this. But I'm, I, the more and more I hear about it, it's like all these things that got cut from the film. And I'm like, but, but were they going to be good? Ah, <laughs> like no one ever asked that. <laughs> like, there was like, like you know, uh, you they, they, they they cut this over the film, and you know, this got cut, this got cut, this got cut, but maybe it got cut because it wasn't good. You know that it didn't make a coherent story. I mean, we'll find out. Well, somebody will find out when you guys release. Apparently, release. The Snyder Cut, I put that in air quotes for those who can't see because it's a podcast, uh, on HBO Max. If HBO Max lasts that long. 
Yep. <laughs> there's that. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I've just... I, again, I feel for them. When you, when you spend this much time and you, you do this much work and then you're promised this stuff and it doesn't pay off, I can see why you would be upset. I can see why getting this is good news for you. You know, it's, this is your livelihood. At the same time, it's like, Zack Snyder doesn't have a good record with this stuff. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, nothing about what he's said he is in his Snyder Cut. Nothing we've seen from his previous work has said that any of this is going to be good. Chris. Yes. That part. <laughs> that part. But if you were making it seem like people are making it seem like we don't have evidence of Zack Snyder's work. We do. We do. We do. This idea that they're going to make the Snyder Cut into something and, you know, you know, Dark Side is coming. Okay, sure. Okay, guys. With the crab people, I saw that shit, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm supposed to be, like, excited about this shit? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, none of this makes any fucking sense, guys. He's just showing hey, you. You see the scene where Wonder Woman looks at a screen and a drawing of Dark Side? I hate you, Zach. Right. I saw that. I'm like, what? That? In what context does that make that good? Like, it's just. He, Look, Zack Snyder makes thing. a bunch of supercuts. That's what this is. It's a supercut. The, the Snyder cut is going to be a supercut of different He's a things. Great YouTube filmmaker. Oh. Problem? No, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's just. Like, there's not a coherent thought in here. But None. Okay. All right. Like, I don't understand how you make any of that stuff and make it a coherent film. Um, we're going to c- come back to this because there is some DC film news. We'll uh, I'll hit that first once we get. And last line in this email from Amani is it says, uh, Loving the hell out of the Nick Spencer retrospective. Your timing couldn't be better. Hope you guys are both hanging in there with the busy season at work. Um, yeah. Uh, we love the Nick Spencer stuff. Like we said, uh, we just put Steve Rogers on uh, the Steve Rogers Captain America stuff on the premium feed. We're going to finish up the Secret Empire stuff and the Nick Spencer uh, Part 3 stuff. That'll be on the Character Corner stuff, so if you want to listen to us on there. If and anyone's it's... reading Coates is Captain America. Holy shit. Listen, man. Um, we don't plan the timing of this stuff, but it, it, they always come out on time. I always do. So. Um... All right, let's let's jump to some of this news. There's a uh, June was a long year, um, and uh, we can cover some of the stuff that uh, a lot of news that came out. Some of it kind of related to some of the stuff we talked about. Literally, the day after I put the mailbag out last time, some of the, some of the other news broke. Um, I'll cover this one first because it kind of relates to what we were just talking about. And this is um, again overall, I think this is a good idea. I know I shit on DC a lot. I think there's something that um, they're they realizing that probably they should do themselves and maybe get their shit together. I don't have a lot of hope that they will. But um, Warner Brothers is to hosting a DC fandom, a virtual experience featuring the talent from DC multiverse films, TVs, and comics. Um, so on August 22nd, uh, it's like all day thing. It's a free thing. Uh, they will be bringing all this stuff together: Aquaman, the uh, the Batman, Batwoman. Uh, Black at Black Adam apparently, uh, Black Lightning, DC Superhero Girls, DC's Legend of Tomorrow's, uh, Star Girl, Doom Patrol, The Flash, Harley Quinn, uh, Lucifer, Pennyworth, uh, Shazam, 
the Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superman and Lois, Teen Titans Go, Titans, Watchmen, and Young Justice Outsiders. Bring all that stuff together, um, and they'll be uh, giving us hopefully some news on all these things they're bringing together. Uh, there's apparently also going to be news on the Snyder cut of Justice League. Uh, also, uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, they'll have, um, we, there's not a whole lot of information on what they'll actually be showing us. Um, I'm not holding out hope for this, but this, I feel like this would be a good opportunity for them to set the table for what the fuck they're doing. I don't, and when we, go ahead. You and I have talked about this for years. The fact that you have expectations. <laughs> no, I say I don't have expectations. It's the most disappointing <laughs> shit. No, no. Like, you paid no attention at all to no. anything that's gone on no, at this point. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I don't expect this to happen. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, let me rephrase this. Here's what I believe. They, this would These be a great time. have set their own <laughs> deadline they're about to fuck up. I want you to realize <laughs> that shit. No one asked them for a date to have their shit in a row, but they gave us a date. And when their shit's not in a row, guess what? They'll come back and be like, Depot, how'd you know? And I'm going to tell you, the motherfucker, I've been paying attention. I've been awake for the last 35 fucking years. That's how I knew. <sighs> but no, let's talk about the hope you've got. Let's hear it. No, 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 no. Let me, okay, let's let hear me, about that. Let me, let me, let me bring it back a little bit. This is not the hope I have. This is what I'm saying is what they should do. This would be a great opportunity for them to level set and let everybody know what the fuck they are doing. The, I'm telling you they don't know. <laughs> I'm I, telling you the answer to your question is, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm telling you. And you don't accept that. That's fine. But I'm telling you. The answer is, mm-hmm. And you can watch. I Ask me to watch it. Oh, hell no. I'm not doing that. Come on now. I got, <laughs> come on, dude. Like that's, not even in the pandemic, damn it. No, I was listen, not falling for the banana the tail fire. Not, Fuck I'm, this. I'm not doing this. I'll, I'll catch... I'm going to give you the highlights. Yeah, right. Exactly. All of this, the D-Paul was right. The line starts <laughs> even left. Right, right. No, no. You guys can give me the updates later Fuck on. That. I'm not saying this. And it's a, a Saturday, too? I'm not wasting my goddamn Saturday. Wait, so Saturday? You, you'd be better off being like, in 10 minutes, DC's announcing some shit. Everyone be surprised for 10 minutes. When is this happening, Chris? August 22nd. Bit. <laughs> you give us two months. <laughs> and you won't have shit done. I just find it interesting I've that you're going to... your movies. Here, here's my thing. Here's, Literally. Here's my problem. Here's my problem with this. It's like, yo, right now, production is shut down on everything. Thank you. <laughs> So, what the fuck do you have to show us, you lying sack of shit? Production on everything is shut down right now. I you just look at me shit right after fucking San Diego. They didn't have shit ready for San Diego. They asked for extension on the test, and guess what? They won't be ready for the extension that they asked for. The date that they set, they will blow. Mark my words. Today is June 29th, the year of our Satan, 2020. I'm telling you right now, they will underwhelm at, and you know what happens to this shit? 
<laughs> Ooh, I remember this last time this shit happened. I, you said that Marvel's going to underwhelm us and they overwhelmed us, and then you tried to just walk back your bullshit comments. We've all got tapes. Now I this, did not, I did not. I'm telling Wait, you, on. this will underwhelm. I said, no, okay, no, I'm not going to. No, don't, no, we're not relitigating this. <laughs> I said what I said. They have, they have three, no, what is it? Five satellite worlds, they're calling them. Uh, they're gonna. Uh, they're they're yeah, all. They're pulling this off. <laughs> well, it's not even saying the content. Can they do this? <laughs> My answer's no. Uh, they have the DC Watchverse, um, where you grab a seat and you can watch and join our g- digital audience oh, and become engrossed in hours of musty content from around the world. Yeah. In my streaming. Yeah. Um, the DC Uverse. There were teams meeting. It didn't go off without a hit. <laughs> Everything from panels to exclusive screenings to, ne- to never-before-seen footage featuring cast creators behind the scenes of crews from across the DC films and TV entertainment universe. Uh, the big thing, I think, is the DC in- Insiderverse. This is a creative-based world containing a centerpiece video featuring legendary artists and DC CCO and publisher Jim Lee, president of DC-based film production Walter Armada, and the creator of the DC TV Arrowverse executive producer Greg Berlanti, welcoming fans with a one-on-one style introduction to the DC multiverse. From there, go behind the scenes with the master artisans who bring DC to life in all its forms with comic books to games and TVs, movies, and theme parks and consumer products and more. Yeah. So between that and... Drop an Arkham game or shut the fuck up! (laughs) I just... Here's the thing. I remember when um, Jeff Johns and Kevin Smith hosted that hour-long DC Worlds thing that they put on TV to tell us all the things that were coming up. I hate you so much for bringing this up. (laughs) Or they told us us all the cool stuff they were coming out with and all the different movies and things that were happening. And I think at this point, we've gotten maybe... Two of those films, it was like no one asked them a goddamn thing. They were just like, Here's some shiver necklaces, here's some lies. Well, we've lied to for an hour. <laughs> Have a seat. Well, remember, before then, we had gotten remember when they announced that all their films and they had given us like 19 fucking films. That they were going to be having over the next five, and out and of those people films, people have to write into this podcast asking about a specific film. I was like, "Yeah, let let's get <laughs> filming started before I field any questions about any of these stupid announcements." Like I keep seeing stuff I'm talking about. Like there was that new news about they're getting um, uh, 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 Michael Keaton to to be the uh, Batman on, on on Flashpoint. I was like, they have a director for Flash for the Flash movie. Do we still have one? Are we sure? Are they still around? Those those guys are they still directing it? Like, is the script written? Do we have something for that? Like, what are What's we? The script. What, what is, do we need a script for? Like, I'm sorry. I just, I at this point, I, I I'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. I like, will believe it then. <laughs> How about that? I mean, they're mentioning like to me. It seems like they're. It, it, this is another one of those examples of. Warner Brothers trying to trick fans into being excited when they don't have anything to really show. Hmm. 
Because they live, they're like the New York fucking Jets. They live to win a press conference. Yeah. And they never do anything with it. And, and I'm sorry, I just, I, I can't believe anything they're doing. Because like, to me, there's too many unknown questions. You had to shut down production of some of these, of some of your films. The only thing you really have done is Wonder Woman. And I'm sorry, Wonder Woman and the Suicide Squad. Because James Gunn just is... Announced, just announced next season of Young Justice. Announced with Shudder and DC Universe. You're then moving Harley Quinn to HBO Max? Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, so DC Universe is done. It's over. It's done. The only thing they have... I mean, because they already moved Doom Patrol over to, to HBO yep. Max. So the only thing that's left is Titans. I can't still Which is gone. You know that'll move easy. Yeah. That'll, I mean, they're going to move that over. They got, I mean, so what's left is DC Universe. But then that, all, that opens up another thing. It's like, so are, are, when, when, you, when you've moved all the original content off of DC Universe, are you going to leave the comics? Are you going to finally make it a, an unlimited like, like Marvel? Or are you going to shut, completely shutter it? Which I think they're probably going to completely shutter it. Yeah. And, it's over. And, and, and so like, it's this, it's, it's this kind of stuff. As, at what point do we, and I'm going to stop saying DC. At what point do we start holding Warner accountable for this shit? Like, I'm sorry, I can't get excited about... Like, honestly, on the face value, this is good. On face value, this is is what I believe, you know, all of them should do. At this point, you don't need... We've been talking about this. You don't need Comic-Con anymore. Host your own events. Hell, Marvel showed you how to do it. They didn't do a whole day, but Marvel's done this before. Hold their own events. Or, honestly, that's what D23 is for. For them, honestly. Yeah. We're going to be real, right? So you can do this. And now you're going to this whole idea of, of going digital. This could be a, real, a global experience. This can be a really good thing. I have just, just, at this point, I don't have any faith in you pulling any of this shit off. Because you've lied to me before. Remember we're supposed to get a Blue Beetle movie? Hey, is, is Ava going to be here? Oh, man. Right, is, is Ava and Tom King going to answer questions about the, the new God script? Oof. Are we going to? We're going to? We're not going to? Is Dwayne do. coming? Well, actually, you know what? I actually do believe Dwayne's going to be there. So do I. I, I, I 100%. Will Dwayne do anything besides do a little shtick and get out of there? Make a lot of promises for a film that, like. I believe promises are made to him. Oh, 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 I know. Problem. Here's the thing. I actually do believe that that black that Black Adam film is going to happen. Do I believe it's going to be good? Absolutely not. No, no. Um, do I believe they should still be doing a Black Adam film with with Dwayne Johnson? Absolutely not. Do I want a Black Adam film at some point? Yeah, I'll take a Black Adam film. I don't yeah, think this not. is. I don't think this is it. Also, I think Listen. I think I brought this up before on 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 on. I think the last time we did the mailbag. How old are them kids going to be in Shazam? What are we doing, guys? How old are them kids going to be? They're going to be stuck in Transformers mode. <laughs> the whole next movie. Everyone's always Shazammed out. Going to have to be, even though that was the whole thing. I did see somebody online try to do it. They, they did a fan cut of Shazam. One thing they took out was took out the humor. I was like, have you, wait, why would you take out the humor of a Shazam? That's kind of that's because they Zack Snyder it right, but no, but as I'm saying, it's like at this point, to me, you've made 
this whole obsession with dark and gritty and no humor stuff, I'm like, where did you guys get that shit from? Hell, your best films, your two best films have humor. Sazam and Harley Quinn. I'm sorry, Birds of Prey. Sorry, sorry. Old habits. But Harley Quinn has your, your, your best animated thing right now. People love that animated uh, Harley Quinn show. Humor. People want that shit. Why are you guys so obsessed with making everything dark and gritty and taking the humor out and everything Batman-like? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are we doing? <sighs> anyway. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, speaking of Batman, this is something uh, that happened earlier this month. Um, Denny O'Neill died. Yeah, man. Um, if you guys, if you're wondering who Denny O'Neill is, he and Neil Adams created the Batman you're thinking of right now. The long sweeping cape, the yellow oval, the exaggerated ears on the suit. That's it. Denny O'Neill also wrote one of the most important comics ever written. Um, Green Lantern, I can't remember the issue number right now. It's on my Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, dpalm66. A couple weeks ago, the day of his passing, I, I shared um, a panel there. It is depicts the hard-traveling heroes, Green Arrow and Green Lantern. Um, Green Lantern number 76, 1970. He was the first one who said, oh, we can modernize and really tell these stories. And really, the things that we talk about on our Captain America Part 2 character corner about um, reflecting the world outside your window, Denny O'Neill was the first one to take the sensibility and carry it to DC and say, hey, you got a, you got a story about a guy who works for the blue skins and saves the green skins and the yellow skins and, and, and the red skins, but how come you can't save the black skins on your own planet? And the bravery to do that in 1970. Right. It is why we get Nick Spencer doing this in 2017. It's why we get uh, 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 uh. why coaches in comics. We have coach writing Captain America every month. Right. That's fucking crazy. Because mm -hmm. of people like Danny O'Neill, who said this four-color funny book can actually be an art form that we can tell real stories about. And um, yeah. It is a real loss um, for comics. Yeah, absolutely. He also, you got to remember, he's the guy who wrote Snowbirds Don't Fly. Mm -hmm. One of the seminal comics of our era. Dean O'Neill is... No footnote in the history of comics. The guy is a fucking giant. And he, this is a real loss. So, yeah. Danny yeah. O'Neill. Yeah, real loss. I mean, like you said, I mean, you, you basically said it all right there. Like, it is it's that, it's that part of, you know, he was able to tell the stories that some people think that, you know, they, they kind of humanize some of these, these gods that we, we, that we turned them into sometimes on the DC side. So, um, we need those stories. So, I uh, definitely will be missed. Um, want to go back to HBO Max real quick and NWB real quick. Sure. I did want to say this because, um, HBO Max has been having a little bit of a rough rollout here. 
Um, apparently, uh, earlier this week, HBO Max is beginning of June. Um, earlier this week, HBO Max subscribers for using the DC section of the new streaming service may have noticed that a number of the superhero movies are only available until July 1st. This discovery was certainly confusing. Hey, really? Yeah, it was certainly confusing since the platform just launched two weeks ago. It seemed rather early to be getting rated content, especially for titles that Warner Brady Media back servers owns the rights to. Fortunately, it sounds like the shakeup isn't permanent. A representative for HBO Max reached to the Observer why certain movies are leaving next month. According to the spokesperson, the movies leave HBO Max in July will eventually find their way back to the service. In the meantime, they're gearing up to premiere new DC movies on the platform that fill the space left behind. That doesn't make any fucking sense. None. That doesn't... You own the right. This isn't limited space. Like... You leave it there, and then somebody, and then you add, you can add in, there's no, what, what space? It's all digital. There's no space to fill up. What are you doing? Just leave them there. And, and, and a month after you open the service, it's not like it's been a year and like, all right, you know what? Nobody's watching, you know, Zack Snyder's, you know, Ultimate Cutter BVS. Let's take that shit off. Right? I, yeah. <laughs> it's not like that, right? What are you doing? We have a collection of DC films that will rotate on the platform that rep explain. We have a new batch coming in July and then another batch coming in August. And I've just confirmed that the batch that is right now will be returning. But so why? you want to round robin my on demand services? But why? I think it's as clear as day, each shit. But why are you doing that? Oh, it's just a power trip. Just you can. own the rights to it. It is yours. I don't know how I got HBO Max for free, but I do have it. Uh, maybe I am paying for it, but I don't know. All I know is I have it. And, I, and again, those DC movies are within reach. And Chris, have I pushed play on one of them? No. Have I pushed play on any of those Transformers movies that are available? Yes, no. Not. No. No. Man, my word. <laughs> man has to have a code, man. Yeah, Must a have a code. Um, two more stories, and then we'll get into some of the big the, the harassment stories. Um, these are actually follow ups from the last mailbag we had because they literally came out literally almost right after we published, like the week after we published the uh, uh, the mailbag last week. Uh, the first one is again we've been ragging on DC a little bit. Let's give them some some news, and this kind of goes back to what we were saying that they we didn't think they were going to do. DC cuts ties with Diamond Comic Distributors. They actually cut the ties. They came back. Oh, they did come back? Oh, well, never yeah, mind. Yeah, temporary injunction to continue the relationship. Oh, never mind. Fuck it. Forget no. that. Restart Sorry. the clock. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> Re- reset the clock. That wall's coming down, goddammit. It's all that way. <laughs> reset the clock. All right, now this one I definitely know is definitely still happening, I believe. Because um, so the big news that we had last time we were on there was that Ruby Rose was out of Batwoman. And we were trying to figure out what the fuck do you do? Um, and it seems like, uh, and I think we were even talking about this, uh, that they were saying they were not going to recast Kate Kane. Um, and it seems like they're looking to cast a whole new character to become Ryan Wilder, a woman in her mid-twenties, is about to become Batwoman. He's likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed. Casting notes uh, reportedly went on to read, she's nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who... I was in the bat suit before her with no one in her life to keep a track. Ryan spends years at drug. Hey, did we read this last time? I think so, yeah. 
Maybe we did because it was it's June second. So maybe we did. Uh, but I, I think speculated on how they could do it. Right. Um, with Babs. I think that they honestly free idea, guys. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think we were talking about we were talking about them possibly doing. It. I think this got confirmed that they will not recast Kate Kane. This was a confirmation they were not going to do it. Um, there was some talk that maybe they would get a black queer woman to be the talk, and that could get people to. I think that honestly, at this point, I think that's almost something you have to do. Yeah. To get people to to not completely say fuck off, whatever you like. We said this last time. This is a tricky one. Like I I get it. They're in a tough spot, right? Um, you know, don't know what what caused that relationship and why Ruby Rose wasn't going to stay. But like at this point. You know, you have a show that you've already greenlit for a second season. Now you don't have a lead. Even worse on that is we're in the middle of COVID. So when the fuck are you coming back? Yeah. Yeah. So this could be both good and bad for them. I don't know. Um. So. All right. Let's get into this um, stuff. So. Um. I don't even know which one of these hit first. And I don't even know how this stuff started. Um, but, uh, I don't know what led to, and, I, and it's, it's weird for me to say what led to this, because I feel like these are stories that you've been seeing consistently for years. So I don't know if it's tied to it, but I do think they occupy kind of the same space. A couple weeks ago, something hashtag started in British wrestling called speaking out hmm. and people who, and, and just like comics, it's an insular community of people who come to it through apprenticeships and through kind of knowing someone who knows someone. Um, the stories in wrestling have been just horrific. And as these women have been bravely coming forward, and sometimes men have been coming forward about how their trust had been abused in their process, I started to notice some of these other apprenticeship-type situations coming to light, because that's when we saw the accusations against your comic creators come out. I don't know if they're related. For me, that was like two of my worlds having a reckoning nearly the same right. time. And I, and I did notice some of the, the ones about wrestling and things like that. Like, I just don't, I don't know what, 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 and, and this is not me, I don't even, I don't, honestly, at this point, it doesn't, doesn't even matter right. what caused the, uh, these women and men to, to speak out. Um, the, the general gist of it is, some of it is not even like, um, like sexual assault. Right, is getting into the other. It's like that when you talk about racism, people only want to talk about like, like you know, hardcore KKK white sheet wearing racism, and they're missing all the stuff underneath. That's also technically racism. Type type of just this stuff. So uh, the first one I think I saw was the former Batgirl co-writer Cameron Stewart was accused of grooming teenage girls. Um, uh, an artist and, and model uh, was accusing uh. I can't even say her name. Avia Maya? As accused comic writer and artist Cameron Stewart, best known for his run on, as co- co-writer on Batgirl, of grooming her as a teenager. According to tweets posted by Maya on Twitter earlier this week, she met Stewart when she was 16. And he was in his early 30s. She said that they flirted via text, went on a date in 2009, and then stayed in contact for some time. Uh, we met when I was 16, and he was in his 30s, maybe 32. It was 2009. Uh, we flirted by text, and I went on a one date in 2009 when I was 16. We stayed friends, quote, friends for a long time after that. And he sometimes texts to say that he said, um, to say that he, he was sad that he missed his chance to date me. A couple, a couple uh, really uncomfortable sometimes. He, she continued, took me a long time to realize what had actually happened. 
what he was doing and what we, that we weren't actually friends. I'm only posting this because he's worked on a lot of comics directly aimed at young girls and women, and I want them to know what kind of person he is. It's never felt like a good time to say this because there isn't one. I'm saying it anyway. That's it for uh, now you know. Um, and you say what now? Tip of the iceberg. Yeah, because then another cartoonist writer, Kate Leth, said I want to back up what she said. I was saying this happened to me too. I'm I I still have the drawing of death. He drew me on a piece of hotel stationery. I was 19. He was 38. Uh, 32. Actor, uh, another actress added she had a similar story about him. Does it feel comfortable sharing it in public at this time? Um. Yeah. It was like a it just a snowball effect. A lot of women came out here. Um. Then there's another big name that came out on this. Um, Warren Ellis. Yep. Uh, where, why is, sorry. And this is always awkward for me to talk about in here because there's not much value add for us. Just like, we also think he's a terrible bad person. Oh, I'm not going to like virtue dunk on this because it's just an easy one. Like, we all agree this is a bad thing. But we're talking about it because it's a disservice not to talk about it. This is an important thing that's happening, not just in comic books, not just in wrestling, but across the, 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 the landscape. Well, and that, and, that, and that was the thing. It's like, regardless of whether you started seeing things like this, not just, we, you said wrestling, we saw it in comics, we saw it in movies, and mm-hmm. it's starting to get into the other aspect of it, where it's like, it's not, people, people were, were always talking about, you know, the the uh the rapes and sexual harassment the sexual assault this is even more insidious right it's yes. the grooming it is the 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 different level of gatekeeping where mm-hmm. you know you are an older man and you see um and and you're seeing these young women like this one here uh, for Warren Ellis it was uh Katie West said she met uh, Warren when she was 22. We were very close for many years. I severed all time with him at least five years ago for good reason. My former friend is a complicated man. He's lovable. He's capable of immense generosity and kindness. He's also a fucking bluebeard. There are things w, uh, that Warren said to me when I was vulnerable and in crisis, things that he said to other women, to me, things that those women told me, told me themselves about how Warren treated them that still give me nightmares. Like, I think that it's important. You're right. Like, we're two men on a podcast. Like, there are clearly going to be women that can handle this subject a lot better than us. At the yes. same time, I think it's important as men to also speak out when, about this kind of stuff, about this kind of behavior. 100%. You know, the fact that... And, the, and, the, and the, here's the thing that always gets me, right? Like, I'm reading this one, this one blog that is talking about these things, and they had to disable the comments because the comments got hit with trolls and things like that. This is just like the Bill Cosby thing to me. Yeah. You know, one is too many, but you start seeing a pattern. And when it's so many women, you're now a predator. Yeah. And, and if you, we, if, uh, we saw it with, uh, was it, Chris D'Elia, the comedian. Mm-hmm. If you've got to go to, well, legally speaking, Guess what? You already fucked up. I heard about that one. I heard that. That was like, wow. Like, mm, just say nothing. Because now you're saying, well, my, on advice of my lawyer, I didn't break any laws. I knew the laws where I was. Like, what kind of defense is that? Well, here's the thing. that It starts pulling off. So, and it, this is not going to go away anytime soon. Like, these things have been coming out. I saw this, this article came today, and, I, and, I, and this is something that, again, 
Uh, I watched The Expanse. The guy from there that, that plays on there, Kaz Anvar, has been accused by multiple women of sexual assault and harassment. I have been trying to get an interview with this dude every year at Comic-Con. He's always there. The reason why I bring this up on this show, not just because I, we, you know, Rome and I review the expansion, things like that, but because it shows you, when you hear these stories about in the comic industry, you know what Cass Amber does a lot of times at, at San Diego Comic-Con? He's one of the presenters at the Eisners. Hmm. Wow. Um, for those who don't, who've never been to Comic-Con, and you guys always hear me, uh, Shanna, and, and, and um, Brandon talk about this. Um, the night of the Eisner, I want to say it's usually Friday night. Um, and what happens is a lot of the people that go, to the, the, it's, it's always in the Bayfront. And the bar, the Bayfront's always there. And, and, and everybody gets wasted. And so when you think about, when you hear stories about like some of the women that Anvar is being accused of, uh, of harassing and sexual assaulting are young, as young as 17. So they're underage. Um, and when you think about who goes to things like Comic-Cons, and when you think about there's alcohol involved, and you think you start hearing and these stories like about these people. And it's widely accepted subculture of who never grew up. It's like I'm 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 not saying that as somebody says, oh yeah, he definitely did this. I know him. I've seen him do this. I'm just saying that knowing what we know and, and hearing these stories from these women and hearing this predatory behavior, seeing the environment that is there, I'm like, I can absolutely see that breeding cultivating there. When you're hearing that, because I want to say that when I, when I was reading the story a little bit about uh MR that people were saying that he does it sometimes at uh, he's, he's been accused of that doing this at um, uh, uh, conventions and things like that. Um, apparently he's targeted female Assassin's Creed fans because he's a voice uh, f- uh, for Alt- Altar. Remember the guy, what's his old buddy who um, played Broly at the paint too? Um, oh, I can see him. He caught, hold on, hold on. Uh, Vince Oh, or Vic. Ah, it's going to bug me. But no, there's a, a, a Dragon Ball Z uh, voice actor who got, who got all these accusations, I think it was a year and a half ago, maybe two years now. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's something that I, it's a level of predation I never really considered that you're just this niche level of famous. And men are garbage. Like, oh man, men are garbage. Yeah. Wow. And they actually have some of them have texts from Anbar. Some woman right. posted posted like texts and, of her. And, and and again, like like you said, we're two guys talking, two men talking about this. Like people like Gail Simone talk about this. People, I've yeah. I've loved seeing them be loud about this because it happens a lot in the comic industry, and then it's kind of swept under the rug, and we don't want to talk about it. Remember Eddie Berganza? Mm-hmm. Eddie Berganza was a big fucking deal at DC. 
We got him up the paint on some shit. But we never really reconciled, like, how many lives did he change? How many careers did he have? Well, and that's the thing here. It's like, when, when, this is the part of gatekeeping nobody wants to talk about. It starts off mm-hmm. as the whole, well, you don't really read comics, things like that. But then you start doing this kind of stuff. Where you have actual gatekeepers. Where you have people leading on, like, going back to Denver, uh, Primrose talking about some direct message she got from Ellison, Warren Ellis in 2009. I have years of emails from Warren Ellis leading me to think we were friends and leading into a sex chat. It was like a clang in my head when I joyously mentioned talking to other creators and he dropped me like hot garbage. Tess Fowler said that she was told that his stuff, this stuff years ago. Like, that's the other thing, too. It's like, this stuff isn't new. This is just people, this is the first time you're hearing about it. Us, right. the public, right? This is an entire story where, where, where um, the people that have suffered this have either shared these stories amongst themselves or suffered in silence because they don't want to, they don't want to face the backlash coming from it. Right. Um, and, and this is where we're at. And so again, I'm at the point right now. And I kind of said this before where I'm almost at the point where, um, you have to prove that you're not trash <laughs> and right. just assume that everybody's yeah. trash. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, that, the that bit, statement of all doesn't trash. exist anymore guys. Sorry. I mean, it can't. Because here's the other thing, too. Here's, here's the thing that will really then fuck you up. How many men have known about these other men doing this and have said nothing? Mm-hmm. How many men... Because this isn't something... This is something that me and D-Bomb can't talk about because we are men. You know, yo, we can't keep secrets to shit. Men talk. Especially I mean, the scummy ones. Especially the scummy ones. The scummy they ones. Have to. That's why they do it. Right. I, they have to talk. So, you know, you've heard about it. You know? And I know, I know at these events and these, these Comic Con, these, these, these cons and things like that, these dudes get wasted. I remember seeing Josh Whedon wasted at Comic Con. Dude was done. That was before I heard about the stories. Mm. Then I'm like, oh, you get shit faced drunk. And maybe sometimes they don't even have to be drunk. Let's not bl- we're not blaming alcohol or anything on this, but it's like it's just one of those kind of things. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. So this is just like I said, most of these dudes are trash. I I am I am encouraged by seeing uh, not the the women speaking out again. Always going to be courageous, and I think that's always good. Um, but I feel like. It's not enough. I, I think the good thing has been seeing some of the men speak out. Yep. That has been the encouraging thing of not just speaking out, but then you have to then put your, 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 your weight behind that. Like you can't work with these men anymore. You have to ensure that the spaces you're working with, like that's, that's the important thing. When you have, when you have the privilege, you need to ensure that you're making it a safe space for those who don't have the power. And that's, and that's the key thing here. Mm-hmm. And when you that's, do that... That's, that's the cornerstone of it all. Like, right. If you've got the ability to lift someone else up, you do it. And, and that's the important thing here too, right? Because like when you do that, you start finding out that, hey, you know... Because a lot of people say, you can't cancel these people because they wrote this or they did this. They did this. I was like, well, what would happen if we got somebody in the paint that wasn't trash? Maybe they could write something even better. Mm. You know? So... Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything about any. I know that Warren Ellis has something that was going to be tied to the, the Dark Knight Metal thing. 
Yeah, death metal. He, that's, death metal. That story's been uh, yeah. right as a two-page story for yeah. one of the compendiums. They, they, yeah, they canned it. My thing is, what happens next? Like it was, it's easy to me. It's easy to can a two-page story. Is he done? Well, no, I think he might be because now it's just about vigilance, right? And so there's nothing else to do right now, right? No, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm like, I, I my thing is like, will, will those people at DC that have the power are, are they going to make this? Are they going to treat him like they treated? Him? What's old boy who was comic comic gator? Um, Cyber Frog dude who did um, Ethan Van Schreiber. Ethan Van Schreiber. Are they going to Ethan Van Schreiber these dudes? Dude, EVS got out the fucking yo. You never saw him again. <laughs> oh, I mean, we did. I mean, on his YouTube page. Well, on his, like, right? No, you're right. They had already yeah. paid for. It, they're yeah. like, we're done with you. Yeah. No, and and, I, and I'm with you, and, and that's where I'm like, I'm like, now you have this stuff. What we're going to do? I, I'm 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 really interested in what Amazon does with the Expanse because they've already shot the next season. So we're waiting for that to come out. Like, this is not a good thing. So, um, yeah. It's so wild because you're right. I was thinking more about this. If you're in a, if you're in a world, you know who the people are. Like, Cultural fans, no one was surprised about that motherfucker in Iowa. No one. Here's the thing you think about, right? And we, we know this. And I'm, I look back at my college days and look at it like I could have been a better man, right? Um, but I look back at it and like, you know, looking back at your life, you can look back at your, the people you called your friends and your boys. And you go, that dude was actually a piece of shit. Yep. And if you were to ever hear... You 10 years ago, me, myself, piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... You can, when you hear those stories, you go like, oh yeah, they did that shit, right? So this idea when I hear men try to pretend like, well, that's my friend and I don't know. No, you know, you know, you know. you've heard the jokes. Cause, cause again, like Deepon said though, those dudes, they can't help themselves. Like they can't help themselves. They'll make the sly comments. They'll go after the, the young girl, you know? And again, some of these things, let's not make this just about it going after like underage girls. Some of them, they're going at, they're going after, it's just as bad when you're, and it's not saying that there can't be a good relationship between somebody that's 22 and, and older than that. They're, hey, listen, love is love. I'll, I'll give you that. But we know when there's grooming, right? You know when there's somebody who is, you know, when you come in as a, oh, I'm just going to be there to help you, just be your friend. And then you slowly start inching it into, Sex talk? Come on, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? What was your whole goal? Was your whole goal just to sleep with them or to get in and get into their pants? That's the only reason why you befriended them in the first place? Come on. Come on. And we all know yeah. people that have done that. Yep. And that's shitty. And so, not okay. Not okay. Especially when you start making the people feel like they have no choice. Because you can ruin their career. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, anything else you want to add, man? No. Uh, that was the big thing that I was... We had to talk about it. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and I, again, this feels like something that happens every year. You know? Yeah. So, it, now might be the time to reconcile. 
if you if this is you, now might be the time to come clean. Because that might be better than than the alternative was going to happen. One, stop doing it. Start calling out other people. Um, but yeah. So and get these dudes out of the fucking paint. All, right. All the way. Don't want them back in. Yeah. Vigilance. Complete vigilance. So. Yeah, Warren Ellis needs to be gone. So. All right, folks. Um, like I said, we will be back on Sunday for Agent of Shield episode six. Um, and then end of the next month, July. Man, it's July already. Holy My shit. birthday month. Y'all want to um, set your boy some money? Holy I'm shit. not just talking to listeners. I'm talking to other listeners. Agents of Shield writing staff. You too can help your boy have a happy birthday. Oh, you do. Bring me my coin. <laughs> I deserve back pay. Um, all right, this folks. Team ideas. Bullshit. All right, folks. Thanks very much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to your Tuesday recap. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>